0: Happiness runs in a circular motion. Thought is like a little boat upon the sea.
1: Hello, and welcome to Campfires and Color Wars, a podcast about April, camps. Falls,
2: April Fool's! April Fool's! <laughs> just
1: kidding. <laughs> oh, that's so... That's your first prank!
2: April Fool's! Congratulations!
1: How does it feel? I mean, uh, it
2: wasn't really a prank. I just interrupted you, you but got still. me
1: good. I mean, so good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Special
1: uh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, this is exactly this is actually this is exactly the mood we're in right now. We've had so much fun talking about pranks that, uh, yeah, we're just getting crazy. Um, yeah, welcome to Campfires and Color Wars, uh, a podcast about summer camps and the stories we love to tell about them, like the time Spencer Crane and Oren Lund set up a complete Shabbat table setting in the Abu Dhabi Girls building without one person waking up. Very impressive.
2: <laughs> awesome.
1: great. I'm Micah Hart, alongside my co-host Sarah Ballen. Hi, Sarah. Hey.
2: Yeah, hi, Micah.
1: And for the next forty-five minutes or so, we want to press pause in the world around us and transport back to the days of our adolescence when the school year was just one long rest hour between days at camp. This is part two of our episode about summer camp pranks. Yay!
2: Uh, we've never had a part two before, Micah. I
1: know we're in uncharted territory, uh, but we've just had we just had so much fun in our conversation uh, with uh, with Sarah and Michael that we uh, we did not want to lose any of it. Um. So we decided to split it up into two. Uh, and so this is really uh, th- this one is is really hyper focused on the pranks. Uh, you know, the first episode we spent a lot of time uh, just telling stories about their camps and and where they grew up. Um, and we heard Sarah from you a lot of uh, your your prank related stories. Uh, but the rest of the conversation is uh, is is full pranks, all pranks all the time. And we
2: want to hear about your prank stories, Micah. let's let's get in the mood for some some uh, April Fool stuff. Let's, yeah. uh what have you got? Well, give, it, you, give us your best stuff.
1: Right. So it's funny because uh, Sarah in this episode uh, tells a little bit about a story involving her sister. Uh, she did not prank her sister, um but it involved her sister. And I was thinking, I feel like I pranked my siblings, specifically my younger sister more than than i pranked like anybody else Hey
2: Hannah there's your shout out I hey. know,
1: right great another one Um <laughs> I'm so I'm curious actually real quick did you ever have any prank wars with your brother
2: No we were I mean when we went to camp together like he did well, not Well camp or not camp, camp
1: just in general
2: Yeah No we're just, just we're just not that kind of family It's not a
1: pranking family okay, No fair just, enough it's
2: yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm like the lamest, but no, we're just not like a jokey family. Well,
1: I'm going to get to camp pranks in a second, but only because I love this story. Once, uh, uh, one year we were on our way to new Orleans for new years and my sister loves green apple jelly beans. And so being the nice brother that I am, I happened to be at the mall and I, and I went in the candy store and I saw they had green apple jelly beans and I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll be a good brother and I'll get her a scoop of them. But as I was picking them out, I could not help but notice that there were also jalapeno jelly beans that were the You're exact, a jerk.
2: You're absolutely the exact same jerk. color. No, I, I knew where this story was going, even like the second you said green <laughs> apple jelly beans, and like that, you're a jerk. I'm so, sorry. That's so mean. So
1: I put like just like a handful in Ugh. the bag of green apple jelly beans. So we're on the way to New Orleans and it's uh, it's me and her and our and our friend Ben
2: you basically invented bam sizzle <laughs> the
1: game. She's sitting in the back seat eating right. jelly beans and just every now and then she's like, Duh! <laughs> like I can't she can't figure out like is this a bad like why don't I keep and I am dying that's a good. Uh,
2: you know what the more i'm thinking about it the funnier it is that's it awesome. was that's it
1: great. was pretty it was pretty funny uh, and me. you're a jerk but that's awesome. and i'm a jerk but it's again my feeling is a good prank you can't get mad you just have to applaud um yeah <laughs> so i put it out on uh on facebook as well to see if uh, anyone had any uh any stories from 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 camp growing up uh from from my network uh that were worth sharing and there there was there was a couple of good ones uh one involving my cousin ellis who apparently when he was a counselor uh, although we we established in the last uh last episode that uh camper camper torture is not necessarily a prank so i i guess this one doesn't c- classify but totally it really, different category but, but it really is it, it really is pretty funny he dressed up in a full gorilla suit in the middle of the night and went into his cabin and woke up a camper and asked him, excuse me, can you point me in the direction of the Jackson zoo? Uh, That is that's great. That's so great. Um, I got a definite kick out of that. Um, A good, good friend of the podcast, Ben Dorfman. uh, This is a, a famous story of his. Um, One of the camp doctors is a really nice guy. uh, Dr. Fishman. And uh, Ben and his friend Alan decided to, uh, or Alan, I guess I don't know who exactly how it was decided, uh, wrote uh, on Ben's butt cheeks, <laughs> "Hi, Dr. Fishman," and Ben went to the infirmary uh, to ask for you know some sort of medication, uh, you know maybe a rash or something. And then the di- and then Dr. Fishman was like, uh, you know anything else? Like, well, I do have this thing. If you don't mind taking a look at it and dropped his pants and on his butt it said hi dr. fishman and you know you don't I'm just like
2: sh- i'm just shaking my head like anything with having to do with butt cheeks i'm just like see only you asked me in the last episode is like are pranks like a guy thing and it's like no girl actually this is not entirely true but i just think it's very rare to find girls who like write stuff on each other's butt cheeks it's just like not what we think is funny
1: that's fair. Um but I will I will give him bonus points because it's rare that you see a camp prank on the doctor.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's it's good. It's usually, good.
1: you know, on your cabin mates, on the rival cabin right. what have you. Um so my I think or like you, I said on the last episode the camp director I mean when yes. you, when you can prank the camp director yes. that's like
2: that is like the, the ultimate you know and, and hopefully you have a camp director with a good sense of humor cause yeah otherwise you know, that's a, actually I'm, a, I'm a really
1: interesting question I'm gonna have to ask that because I, I want I don't know off hand of any pranks on Macy. Uh, though Macy is certainly ripe for pranking, I mean the guy deserves to be pranked. But yeah. he was oh, such I'm sure a commanding figure.
2: Oh yeah, there's no way. I don't no way. Yeah. anybody's pranking your dad. No, there are def, there
1: had to have been some pranks. Of okay. me. I'm gonna have to ask around.
2: You can check on that. Come back at the end of the episode. Yeah. Let us know.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So I, I told one uh, one prank story uh, that you'll hear uh, in the interview, but uh, another one that that I love to share is. Uh, one summer when I was a counselor, uh, and the kids came uh, who were going to go on the Israel trip, uh, and they slept in the rec hall, and the boys were on one side and the girls on the other, and we were being stupid one night and decided to put sheets on and run through the girls' side and pretend to be ghosts. I mean, very yeah, mature.
2: That, I'm sure that was that was really believable. Very that mature great. stuff, that right? Sounds, exactly, that right? Awesome, incredibly
1: yeah. stupid, very dumb. And the next day we saw them and they were complaining. They were like, oh my God, the boys on our Israel trip are so dumb. Listen to what they did last night. So they thought the boys on their trip did it. And so we were like, okay, uh, we have to take advantage of this opportunity. So we did this for three straight nights. I don't remember what the second night was. It was a bit of an escalation on the first. But the third night, this was, I mean, this was pretty involved. So I'm pretty proud of it. But uh, we, there was this one camper who was sort of known for having like really shitty taste in music. So we went and, and searched through his CDs to find like the most annoying You're music so you could mean. find.
2: You're so mean. Took that.
1: This was back in the day when they had, you know, uh, tapes that you could Tape record players. onto. Yeah. And so we recorded about 10 minutes of silence. And then we recorded like the most annoying songs that we, it was mostly from like jock jams. And then we snuck into the uh, into the rec hall when, where everybody was sleeping. And there was like a, you know, you could hook up stuff to the speaker system. And we pressed play and locked the door and then left and had the time. We built in the time to get out of there. And then like 10 minutes later, it starts blaring like, and it's like Dick Vitale's voice. And I mean, they were so pissed, but they couldn't turn it off for one. And the next day, they were just like, it was almost like we'd started a civil war amongst their Israel trip before it even started. And we were just like, yeah, those guys sound like real jerks. Uh, Really, man, I can't believe they would do that. Uh, We we definitely had a good time with that. And I think, I guess at some point, probably they found out that it wasn't uh, the the guys on their trip. But it was very amusing to us. I uh, love camp
2: pranks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, those poor guys—they probably didn't get anything all summer because they like dweebed out from the very beginning. They never had a chance.
1: Well, listen, you know, <laughs> what can I? What can I say? It's, it's just the—you you take what you get uh, when you get in the way of a prank. Um, no, so uh, camp pranks, obviously, ton of fun. We had a ton, ton of fun talking with uh, with Sarah and Michael about it. Um, and uh, with no further ado, uh, we'll bring you part two of our conversation. For April Fool's Day, about camp pranks.
3: And uh, and Michael was telling me they're uh, relating to pranks. What was that prank that you were telling me about that you guys used to do to each other? So
0: I never did this because I think it's it's a really sure thing to sure. do. No, I did not. Yeah, uh, sure. So we so on Sundays, Sundays would be visitors days when people would, you know, families and friends would come up for the city from time to time. And if Kaiser and so the the showers were not connected to the cabins where you lived, it was a little bit. It was probably, a you know, on the short end, a 10 yard walk away on the long end, a 30 yard walk away. Um, and so nonetheless, you still had a little bit of a walk back. And so on visitors' days, some guys would just take other people's towels and clothes and
2: everything
0: <gasps> So and, <laughs> and
2: Micah is shaking his head. You can those of you who are listening in your car cannot skip. But he's, I, I really, oh, he's applauding and shaking his head. That's, that's, <laughs> so
0: your, that's a good your
1: prank. prank. That's just a good prank. I mean
0: Your I'm, option was to, to walk back uh, naked. Uh, in in you know in front of God and mom and dad and sister and little brother and everybody else <laughs> or uh, promised to whatever the you know fulfill whatever the ransom was of this clever fiend who had thieved your your clothes away so that was uh, that was a pretty common one I mean, yeah to I've... me
1: a good camp prank like the prank e has no choice but to just acknowledge the. Like yeah. you know what, uh, this is gonna suck for me, but I can't hate. I can't hate on it because this is well yeah. done. <laughs> yes, I'm the... gonna have to be naked in front of a lot of you know adults, <laughs> but that's the price I have to pay. was Job well done. This
3: is what I did when I, I signed up for this. When I signed up to come to camp, <laughs> it's just the way of it. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> but I I think what's interesting at camp is this idea of retaliation. That like no good prank goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. And so once you start that, it's like automatically a prank war. Like and then it takes a camp director or somebody to step in and be like, I'm laying down the law. No more pranks. And then it becomes this thing where like maybe the counselors will arrange a prank, but it's like not really a prank. And the count the yeah. campers think that it is, but the counselors know that it's really not because they've like pre-arranged it with somebody.
3: That totally happened to us. You know, I told you like our 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 war got kind of like we were just doing too much stuff to each other and messing with each other too much to where the camp director had to be like okay if you're gonna prank each other you're gonna just do nice things <laughs> you know yeah. and you're, then like you're defeats like defeats the purpose of the prank of not but then we I think that we uh, when I was a camper they used to do at night our counselors be like okay guys don't tell anyone we're gonna raid the kitchen Yeah, and we'd be like yeah
2: It's classic. It's
3: It's classic. We're going to go in and steal this bag of marshmallows because you couldn't take a huge can of spaghetti sauce. I mean, like, you know, there was (laughs) a (laughs) ton of great stuff in there. Like, we're going to raid the kitchen. I remember going in there and doing that and feeling like, oh, my gosh, we're, like, so sneaky. I can't believe (laughs) that. And then one of my first summers working as a staff member, they were like, okay, so our arranged raid night in the kitchen is this night. And I was like, yeah. God you know. <laughs> know same thing the, everything has fallen away and I yep. see the, that's, now,
1: the, I was that's the downside of being a staff member. it's no magic it's no longer magic. <laughs>
3: well you know what but also at the same time like I loved knowing that. actually you saying that makes me think about it. I think you guys have probably talked about this a little bit too was like what what was it like being that uh, you know your life as a camper versus your life as a mm-hmm. counselor? and you know you you're right like the magic falls away a little but at the same time it's still fun to be a part of making the magic for somebody else and kind of think back like oh my gosh i remember when this happened and like i thought it was so cool and yeah they knew better but it it still meant something to me and so that was like that that kind of helped me to make my peace with it you know we did for instance we did this this is not prank related i'll get back on the prank thing soon but <laughs> yeah. um, it made me think of um one time when we were at camp, we had this. We have this. Uh, we have we have tribes at camp. You know, like teams where you just do different competitions throughout the term. And uh, in the girls' camp, we have two tribes: the Chickasaws and the Kiowas. And the uh, the
2: okay. So this explains actually because I did stock like the the Facebook page and the Instagram and like there are people in like yellow feather headdresses. Is that yeah. have to do yeah. with these so tri- those, things? Yeah. So the, the yellow yeah. is the key nice job detective. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, <laughs> that, <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, what's with the yellow headdress? <laughs> yeah, but nobody was else yellow. was
3: in a headdress. It was you only know, like somebody know, in a I yellow know, headdress when they're going to not be able to wear those headdresses anymore. <laughs> yeah, but but it was like still oh, still a little happening, happening right now. So it's okay. So. it's okay. It's okay. But you know, so you have the Kiowas, they're the yellow, they're the ones that were all the yellow and then the Chickasaws are purple. And I was a Chickasaw, loud and proud. are Chickasaw,
2: are you always a Chickasaw? Like every summer you go back or um, does it change? So, ooh, yeah, that's a good question.
3: So um, you are not a part of the tribe as a staff member, unless you are one of like, they, they'll either have two to three tribe sponsors in a term. So if you're a tribe sponsor that term, you can be like, loud and proud for your team but if you're not then you have to like shut it down you know which yeah you know i i was interesting as a former camper like because i was a gung-ho i was super into tribe competitions i'm a very competitive person i love getting into a competition i love winning michael will tell you he's had many a scrabble <laughs> where i have been a sore loser and then a really annoying winner um More often the first. it is it is <laughs> you hear that oh my gosh. <laughs> um but i always loved tribes and and you you have these things these officers within the tribes um the 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 pinnacle is being being the chieftain of your tribe and i got to Which, be chieftain of my tribe of course when of you were a chieftain summer. there of course oh my gosh, you were. it was it was like the greatest thing in in my life i loved it um but then people i think because people know i'm super competitive You know, when I became a counselor, I was a sponsor a few times, but then there were terms when I wasn't, people would be like, oh, that must be so hard. And I remember (laughs) thinking, actually, it's really not that hard if you're not going to the tribe meetings and you're not like actually participating in the actual competition, it is very easy to shut it down. Like that's really not that hard to do. But I remember being a camper and being like super, super passionate about it. And- I think you're still really super passionate about it. Sarah. I know, I, I think, think if that's you that's could like be it. a Chickasaw yes, leader, you would, that,
2: you would be one right now. You'd
3: like <laughs> don the, the headdress and everything. Yeah, you know, like we do, we, and we have all these big competitions, including um, the one where you saw them in their headdresses and like probably full like face paint. Mm-hmm. that's um that's on the next to last or the 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 last full day of camp before pickup day happens
1: yeah i got a feeling um, that uh that ain't gonna be going on too much longer I, I no just, it's probably not seems it's probably unlikely not. <laughs> though no, it's I, I mean i do think it's obviously very innocently meant uh, yeah of course uh, tastes are changing i would say
2: you know it's well, you, well sarah like... and i also work at a school where the mascots are the crusaders so yeah. you know we all have our thing we all have <laughs> yeah. our thing
1: yeah, so wait, so uh, Sarah, Sarah B, um, yeah, did you have any any good camp prank experiences that you either were a participant of or saw happen?
2: Um, you know, I you know, I, as a counselor, I was the person who arranged the raids. So that was my thing. And, and I happened, my brother worked in the dining hall for one or two summers. so I always, you know, said like, you know, I stole the key from my brother and we're going to go and we're going to get. And of course, miraculously, there were like ice cream sandwiches, like right in the front of the freezer that we could steal. Um But I was not a prankster. I'm, I'm it should be no surprise to anybody who knows me <laughs> or who has listened to any episodes of the podcast that I'm kind of a rule follower and I'm not a huge prankster and I don't really like being pranked. I don't, I think that I get really upset and I'm I don't really think it's funny and that might make me lame in some people's eyes, but that's just yeah. my thing. I don't really like jokes.
1: See I, I don't like the funny thing about that, one, I'm picturing like a prank from you being like taking somebody's bookmark from like page thirty five <laughs> and putting it in like forty nine or something, or even just taking it out. But the other thing is I'm a mate like I feel like people just know who hate who in the who at camp hates pranks. And then Uh, they might as well just have a bullseye on them. I can't believe people didn't fuck with you all the time knowing that you hated pranks. I just
2: just flew under the radar. And it was like there was always like a group of people at camp who did the pranks and they were the pranksters. And it was more like pranks on camp at large versus like pranks on specific people.
0: Uh, What is it about pranks that you are turned off by? fun i just laughter. i take
2: them personally <laughs> i am just I, like i know they're all in good fun but like i feel like personally attacked like i did have once when i was a counselor in israel i um some like kids came into my room and like did something like I, like i don't know they like turn on the light or like banged pots and pans it wasn't even a big prank but i was like really upset about it i was like <laughs> i was sleeping that's not funny oh my god and yeah. i just I just, I'm not. I'm just a kind of a serious person, I guess. Sarah, no. I so
1: wish we had gone to Israel together. I mean, I know we. Sorry, I know we did go to Israel together. <laughs> we I did wish, sort of go to Israel together. I wish we had gone a different. So, I, my.
2: You wish that I was your. I was your counselor. I could have been your counselor. Well, myself.
1: I don't think you would wish that based on what I'm about to say. But uh, <laughs> we, I count Israel as camp, also, uh, just for what it's worth. At least for the purposes of the story. Yeah, but I
0: think that's. Generally accepted foreign policy. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so when I when I studied abroad in Israel in high school, uh, each each you know room, aka bunk, if you want to call it that, uh, was responsible a week at a time for waking everybody else up for the day. Oh
2: yeah. And of so
1: my buddy's room one morning, like when they when it was their turn, they came in and just like started pushing us. And so then the next week, when it was our turn, like you know we went in and probably did something maybe slightly escalated but nothing no big deal uh, the next time they had it they came in and hit us with pillows to wake us up
0: so
2: see that, i'm like cringing i'm like that doesn't that does not sound fun or funny or
0: he's so happy right, well, so, <laughs> so all
1: right so uh oh, I this is guys oh, this isn't a visual this I isn't realize. a visual podcast so people will just have to who are listening but i can show you guys uh, this is a this is a jewish program uh, and so it was around High Holidays, uh, and you blow the, the shofar, a ram's horn, as I'm showing you here. Uh, like, okay,
2: and for those of you listening in your car, Micah literally just, like, pulled a, that's right. a ram's horn. I literally into, have into a the,
1: shofar in my house. He
2: just got it next to his computer. That's uh, okay. uh,
1: so I'm in the office, I happen to see it, and a light bulb goes off in my head, and I ask the secretary of the school, I'm like, hey, could I borrow that? for a day not thinking that she would in any way shape or form let me but she's like sure (laughs) so the next morning we go into my buddy's room and uh i get right up next to his ear it's horrible and my room and again this is this is a jewish joke so i apologize for our (laughs) non-jewish listeners uh but uh there is a certain uh like announcement basically when you blow the shofar in judaism so it's all quiet I'm trying so hard not to laugh and my roommate goes Tikiya and I just like <laughs> right in his ear and I will never forget he he like almost went from like Parallel to completely (laughs) perpendicular in one motion.
2: See, see, Michael, how do you feel about that? Michael's laughing. (laughs) Michael, Michael thinks it's hysterical. Sarah thinks it's hysterical, and I'm like crying here. I think that guy.
3: He's. I think it's really funny because you know (laughs) I thought like at camp it was more like if you got individually pranked it's because you were. Like, it was a great, it was like a... You roast the
1: ones you love. Yeah, I get that. Like,
3: like, like, I totally had the prank, like, be played on me where someone, like, took my underwear and hung it on the flagpole one summer. And I remember being like, (laughs) yeah, guys, that's my underwear. Like, I remember (laughs) being like, someone wanted to target and pick on me. I feel it's so, like, that's a totally, like, only at camp would you feel like. If someone did that to you at school, you'd be like, who hates me and is after me who is out to get me but at camp i was like oh my gosh i've like i've i've arrived someone is playing pranks on me like, you know
2: what sarah i have never thought of it like that and you might have just changed my mind about pranks
3: <laughs> yes they do it for the love the, for how much they because love because they me. love you
2: yeah they they wake you up and they pour water on you and they pull your underwear up the flagpole because they love you. Yes,
3: that's exactly what it is. Love it's all from it. a place of love.
1: Love it. All right, well listen I've changed uh, everything. You guys go to the same school, so you know, I'm just saying uh you know, there's there's the potential no. for some prank wars. That's Sarah all
2: I'm saying. has Sarah has no access to my underwear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No. She she has a Secret, you know,
3: secret (laughs) hidden place where she keeps that stuff. It's not at school, okay? I just I've been looking for it, but I can't find it. Oh my god. School is a safe place. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of like being woken up in the night, that made me think the other thing I was thinking about, um, well, I can't get into too much detail in case perchance someone from my camp listens. But there is a group that exists at camp, and I can't say which group, but um they have they have an initiation process.
1: It's like the Illuminati
3: so, here? Or? <laughs> it is so secretive that I didn't know it existed as a camper until I became a member of this group. And all of a sudden, I got woken up in the middle of the night one night. And someone was like, put on your tennis shoes. Go, go, go. But they were like, it was like, it was, you know, that sort of whisper scream. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? I was so confused. <laughs> and they took us outside and and all the the members that had already been initiated into this group they blindfold you and then they just get to mess with you which means um when i was being initiated there were like two people that were kind of in charge of me they blindfolded me and i had to do whatever they told me to do which included running into a soccer net in the middle of the field like i was running around and i had no idea where i was and they ran me directly into the soccer net Luckily, I didn't get injured. Um, and that I,
2: oh, the soccer net. I thought you yeah,
3: said soccer like a nut. nut. I was like, I've never heard of a soccer nut. What's that you don't know
2: about soccer nuts? Your <laughs>
3: camp didn't have that.
1: I oh used to gosh. get them at the canteen. They're delicious.
3: <laughs> They're really good. I highly recommend them. Soccer nuts, come to come and come into a convenience store <laughs> near you. Um, no, they. So we like they would just like make you run all over the place blindfolded, and you had no idea where you were. And it it the the sort of greatest moment where you knew you were almost done was then they took you down to the canoe docks. You didn't know you were at the canoe docks, right? Cause you're totally blindfolded. And then they made you go. and the canoe docks are very shallow right there. Right. And they have someone there to keep an eye on you. But then you, they tell you run, 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 just run as fast <gasps> as you can. And then oh my you- god, directly off of the canoe oh, docks. That's horrible. <laughs> and I remember being like, I had no idea what was going on. It was so, I don't, they don't let you get quite as intense about it as when I was initiated. No,
2: it's like I things, know. things that we used to do at camp that would never right. fly in it's 2017. It's a lot tamer now, but I remember
3: like, going through that process and being like, oh, that was so stressful. But then I was <laughs> like, I can't, wait to, I can't wait to oversee initiation right. next That's year.
1: That's exactly right, yeah. That was yeah. so horrible. Man, I cannot wait to do that to someone else. Wait, Michael. Uh, I don't think we we got a chance to ask you. Did you have any uh, any good Boy Scout pranks that you wanted to share, other than uh, we... putting a uh, a needle in through someone's condom? I guess was was a good prank. <laughs> yeah, That's
0: what that was kind good, right? <laughs> uh, no, we we had a few. Um, I kind of feel like in so there were big pranks for sure but I also feel like you were just in a constant state of pranking and being pranked. Like, like there was somehow there was this, there's a lot of cicadas, uh, at my, at my camp. And so like, you know, if anybody's ever, you know, held a cicada, you pick them up and they freak out and they start making these buzzing noise. Um, and so I, I was the person in my cabin one year who like, always fell asleep first like I just that's just what happens um and so it's it became like a running joke with my buddies that they would all go and when I fell asleep they would all find cicadas and you know I'll creep back into the cabin and then I'll yell my name like Michael Marks and then yeah and then throw the cicadas at me They what and I'd out. Don't that, is,
1: that is so not how I thought that prank was gonna be
0: executed <laughs>
1: Why would they do that with cicadas? Just get a fucking tennis ball. like.
0: I don't know. Kids are weird. It's a really specific (laughs) thing to do. I don't know. It was very specific.
2: Well, they did it. According to Sarah, they did it because they really liked
1: you. And they were showing
2: their love
3: for
1: you. That is is so funny. Guys, you know those... How did you think that was going
2: to end, Micah? What did you think was going to happen? The way
1: it would make sense. Like, hey, guys, you know those insects that make a ton of noise? And you see that guy sleeping over there? Let's throw them at him. That doesn't make any sense. You, you put him next what to his ear and let him make noise. Like, that's what they're for. Right. <laughs> throw anything at someone and wake them up. That doesn't
0: seem like a good use.
1: But then all of a sudden well, they you also buzz. are covered yeah. in
0: cicadas. I was like covered. There were like three again. of them. But in, they my, would, in my head you They you're would covered. buzz too. Um, yeah. an, Those things good, don't like, shut up. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, a good one, so this is going to take some explaining, but, like, so we have two two separate camps that are really close to each other, and so the dining halls are very close to each other uh, with, you know, within, like, a, a five- to ten-minute walk away, um, and so from time to time, like, you know, during during meals, the the staff would always, like, lead songs and that sort of thing, and, like lead weird, uh, you know, goofy stuff in the middle of the dining hall where they do, like, little skits and that sort of thing. And so from time to time, uh, my camp would run over to the other camp's dining hall uh, during a meal and, like, you know, do do a cheer in the middle of their dining hall to show, like, oh, we got you. And sometimes they would do the same to us. And invariably, what this would devolve into <laughs> is like a shouting match, uh, where where both camps are just trying to out yell the other, doing you know the various cheers of our camps. And so, like this didn't work out for us very well because <laughs> because our, because we had to go we had to go through this little valley. And so, like, the element of surprise is on your side here, And but every but to get to their dining hall, we had to run uphill a good way.
2: Oh, you're, like, winded by the time you get there.
0: Exactly what would happen, whereas they were able to just kind of run around the road a little bit um, and, you know, stay on flatland. So they would always win. And so, like, well, what can we do? They always beat us. And so we came up with this plan where we would run into their dining hall and start doing our thing. And then as soon as they got up to try and drown us out, we would all take their spots and start eating their breakfast.
2: (laughs) Oh, yes. To
0: kind of to to turn the tables. And so so like everything. So we go and we're all winded and we're doing the thing and we're kind of playing it up how much they're like, oh, you guys are so much louder than us. And then we go and take their spots and start eating their breakfast and it was like, it was like someone set off and talking <laughs> topic like, It was, it was like we told all these people that, that we had like taken their parents hostage. They were so angry
1: <laughs>
0: that we had done this. What was like, for breakfast that day? It's
2: so simple. It's such a, it's so, so simple was and toast? so effective. Was it it a rum was cake? certainly I something
0: mean... Uh, as as with all meals at at my camp, it was it was certainly terrible. But like <laughs> their minds just exploded, and they're like, "This isn't this isn't the way this game works." <laughs> this is it is now <laughs> this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. And so after so that actually uh, because of that, a moratorium was put on that particular practice.
3: <laughs> oh wait, I think that, that that's a win for you
0: guys then. That's the mark yeah. of it. A- prank too when a rule is made after the prank is perpetrated yes yes
3: uh, definitely I think,
0: that, I think that that's when you know that you've really done something noteworthy
3: yes so i think we can say that lone star won the prank
0: war i think so i gotta, Good give, job. I
1: gotta give you that one yeah i think uh, i, think yeah. I win on that on that one well uh, done that is that is too funny all right i feel like we should uh I'll steal
3: my breakfast in the morning okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh we'll move on to our questionnaire at this point uh this is a Few more questions about uh, your camp backgrounds. Uh, both of you can feel free to answer these, uh, and and if you don't have an answer, that's also fine. Uh, but we'll start with number one uh, for our as yet untitled uh, campfires and color wars questionnaire. Number one, uh, tell us. And I about- think
2: this will this will apply mostly to Sarah, unless. Michael has a really great story, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, which
2: I'd really like to hear. Michael. Tell us I'd all yes. like to hear
1: it. <laughs> sure. Tell us about the first merit badge. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, tell us <laughs> about uh, your Sorry. first camp kiss, uh, and if you did not have a first kiss at camp, like your most romantic camp memory.
3: Um, this is where I'm going to show my true color. I I've I've never had a camp kiss. It's one of ah! my. M- missed opportunities yeah. I oh there's still time, time there's it. still time i know i just need to take michael out to camp sometime and i'll just oh well i mean
0: Say so you live you, there i
3: used to live there michael visited me and i you know i kissed we also him got there. married there okay. we did well, There. Oh, yeah i guess could that count i got yes. married yes. At... i don't
1: know is that romantic i mean it counts
3: it counts sarah <laughs> it counts, we got, got married at my camp and uh, so that was a really good one. That means um, that's a yeah. great that's a good one. I, I'm I'm a sh- I I you know I that's one of my greatest regrets in life is I didn't See? single sex camp. This is why
2: yeah. infirmary camp kiss. Oh my gosh! Uh, I, but I, even I know- you know what, Sarah? I disagree. I think you waited until you found the right guy and you took him to camp and you kissed him, and I love that. <laughs> That's what yes.
1: it was. I'm no, glad
3: you. I'm no, glad a, you uh, kissed I'm with
1: you, other
0: Sarah. I think it was,
1: was a long.
2: It was a long play. Okay. I know. That's great. And uh, Michael, any camp kisses? Uh,
0: regrettably, uh, no. I'm just kidding. No, we uh, no no romantic encounters. I mean, you you always you always held out hope that uh, on visitors' day you could you could just snare one of the visitors of the campers just for. Just didn't have that, you know, that three <laughs> hours together. One you of the could,
3: cute girls coming uh, on through. You
0: could you could charm her, and then she'd drift away back to Kansas City <laughs> or Springfield or something. But it was never to be in my case. Uh, so, unfortunately, right. yeah. I have the same answer as Sarah in uh, this regard. We're the least
3: That's different.
1: so sweet. I love well, that. Uh, I you got I'm married. Sure. I, still, I, I think that counts.
3: Okay, what counts? We're All good.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> number two. Were you ever in a talent show at camp? And if so, what was your best performance?
0: You start. Uh, I I was I was not in a talent show. Uh, did the Cub
2: Scouts have a talent show? Boy we Scouts?
0: Did, we did have a talent show. Uh, I am fairly talentless. Uh
2: <laughs>
3: bird, bird calls. Yeah, that's
0: bird, gonna be on there. That's a good Bird call
3: identification. That's a talent. Uh,
0: dude, we always had some good ones. Um, what when I was the the talent show went away for a little bit, but I really liked it, so when I was the program director, I brought it back. And what I always liked most was, like, like the kids who can play guitar, like, that's cool, and the kids who can sing, and that's cool. But what I always really liked were, like, weird talents. Like, <laughs> I liked the kids who could contort bird their calls. arms. Yeah, bird calls. <laughs> if I could actually do bird calls, I would have entered the talent show. But... <laughs> my my talent is is restrained to identification which really is not it's kind of a waste of time, yeah. uh, not time. uh but i like the kids who are able to like double jointed, or could do weird <laughs> stuff with their yeah. you know uh contort their bodies or do peculiar voices or something yeah. i was always all about that but unfortunately and
2: boys I, like that stuff i bet that would be a really big hit at a boy's camp leader. like what's the weird thing that you can do with your body
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So were you doing the talent show?
2: We used
3: to do so we have a talent show. I mean, and I I we, there was never anything that really stuck out in my head from that. But the other thing we did that I kind of think ties in is we always did a skit night. And in our skit night, you know, you as a cabin would come up with an idea and a theme. And my favorite thing that we ever did was one time I just remember like I, I I went to bed that night. My stomach was hurting so hard from laughing. I mean, this was so funny to me. Uh, we did that thing where I don't know if you guys ever. I for listeners, it's hard to I guess describe. I'll try my best. But one of your one of your cabin mates like lies on her back, and mm-hmm. then you kind of. Straddle her so that your body is the one kind of yes. facing out. Yes, yeah. yes. Classic, classic. All, yes. We already
1: classic. yes. Classic camp. Okay, <laughs> a-
3: yes. So we did that as like um like a terrible like workout exercise routine, oh, that's like a terrible like like and and we did that and we choreographed it and we did all these goofy things and I think we loved it more than anybody else did, but that was kind of what was also great about it. Um, that was definitely, I think, our best, like my, my favorite skit night experience, maybe just because I came away from it. Like I was laughing so hard. That was my favorite thing that we did. And, um, and we just had so much fun with it. So I think that's why I loved it so much.
1: Awesome. I feel like that was pretty much uh, in every single talent show every summer was one pair of females doing some version of that. That oh, and yeah. then the uh, that and the bean skit uh, every summer, um, <laughs> yeah. Which I'm gonna just we could have a whole episode that about
2: the bean skit. We We're not could. gonna get into it. We'll, co- we'll yeah. cover that in some other
3: episode. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. All right, number three. Uh, what was your most embarrassing moment at camp?
3: Ooh, I have an answer for this. Um,
1: Good.
3: <laughs> this this relating to the fact I mentioned earlier that sometimes, well, in, in, when I was first starting to go to camp, my dad worked at the boys' camp while my sister and I were campers at the girls' camp. And this really wasn't a big deal until we started, like, you know, until when I started to like boys and had crushes on boys at camp, uh, I will never forget there was this boy that I
2: had a huge... It's actually, Sarah, I'm thinking this might explain why you never had a camp kiss. Is because yes. your dad was there.
3: Okay, here's what happened. Just
0: following Sarah around. Okay, all, okay. all right.
3: <laughs> here's what happened uh so at camp this the this one summer i had this crazy crush on this guy and he's so cute mark i'll never forget him and i um and i like had this whole four the whole four weeks of camp i would just been like falling in love every day more and more and towards the end of camp the the next to last day of camp is the dance night and we of course we like it's not, it's not just Sierra Vista dancing on our, every night is the dance night in Sierra Vista. We always dance around our cabins, right? But we had, we have this dance night with the, the boys, boys camp, and I'm so excited. And I get, I get up the nerve to ask Mark to dance, that really middle school sort of dance, right? And um, my, so we're da- dancing. I'm, I'm just on a cloud. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. My father walks up at that dance Whispers something in Mark's ear, and then 30 seconds later, Mark walks away before the yeah, song. Oh,
2: uh, and I'm how like, old you?
3: I was, mm, I was maybe 12 Ugh, 12 good. or 13. Right, yeah, dad, can you believe my little, dad did this? I was yeah, so like, boo. dying, right? And I go yeah. up to my father and I'm like, Dad, what did you say to him? And he was like, Nothing. <laughs> I just. I just told him his intentions had better be honorable. And I was oh. like, Oh, you're like, I'm 12. <laughs> okay. And Michael's laughing because he knows my, t- oh, well, Sarah, you know, my dad too. Like, yes. great. Yes. like a, a, an adult would get that humor and would laugh. He'd be like, Oh, you're so funny. But a 13 year old boy yes. is like, Oh my God. I'm scared. Yeah. I need to leave. <laughs> that is my most embarrassing moment. I think I'm scarred for life from that.
2: Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry.
3: I, uh,
1: I have to when share. When you see him at
3: work tomorrow, give him crap about it, okay? <laughs>
1: All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commiserate with you for just a brief second uh, in, in some manner. Uh, when I was on staff one summer, I had a girlfriend and my sister had a boyfriend. We were both on staff at the same time. And one of the units of camp was out of camp, and I guess... People who were hooking up decided to take advantage of that and and hook up in the free space available. That was the cabins that were gone. Was uh, there a
2: sign-up sheet, or did everybody was it first come first serve? I think it was, it was it just not kind of first a come, trough situation.
1: It, it was was, kind, it was of,
3: kind of like the shower situation yeah. when I uh,
1: right, spread yeah, <laughs> that's right, yeah, we had a spread, <laughs> yeah, right. oh, no, I had I had toilets today, so we get uh, first. <laughs> so, uh, so my fa- my father, my but just God. My sister keeps getting mad at me for saying my father on this podcast because she thinks that's too (laughs) formal. So sorry, here's my dad. (laughs) My dad was the director at camp. So call him whatever you want. We had a staff meeting uh, when they got back uh, into town, and I guess somehow word got around, and maybe people were upset about it or something. And so there was a whole thing about don't hook up in other people's cabins, and and the unit head of one of (laughs) the units, I think it was the unit head of the unit was gone. Uh, presented my dad with a certificate for being uh, a great parent with condoms <laughs> attached to it.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
1: Which again, oh. in my oh, opinion, like gotta respect the game. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Certainly embarrassing. More embar- Honestly, my girlfriend was more embarrassed than I was. I just thought it was hilarious because <laughs> that, what are you gonna do? I mean, that's funny. That you can't you can't fight funny. That so is pretty. I, I can I can relate a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but for you it could be a little bit more of a badge of honor, right? Like that's fine. <laughs> that's so funny. I love that.
2: <laughs> Do you All have right, any embarrassing moments, Michael? One? Embarrassing moments?
0: Uh, so many. Probably
2: <laughs> none that he can
3: think I of. Pro-
0: no, I probably have a ton. Um, and I'm and I surely have one more embarrassing than this. But the one that leaps to mind is that uh. So on one of those visitors Sundays when we'd have people from the you know, outside come in, uh, when I was running the, the nature center, we would open it up and people, because we had a lot of like, you know, uh, snakes and skinks and lizards and toads and all sorts of stuff that you would catch from around camp. People could come see it and, you know, so we'd open that up, whatever. Uh, so... Like when we would do that, sometimes we would get like some of the snakes out and that sort of thing. And, and so people could touch them and, you know, in a contained environment and that sort of thing. So I'm, you know, I just opened it up and um, this this girl walked in on her own, looked to be about my age. is really cute. Um, obviously was there to, to visit her little brother. Uh, and we start talking, and I'm like, oh, cool. And so we're, we're chatting, and this is going well, and I was like... I was like <laughs> this
1: better not have been one of the No idea where this is going. And how old, how old were you for this story? And, I
0: was, and, and so, you know, I'm being super cool nature guy, telling about all my cool nature facts that are really interesting, um, and I was like... Yeah, this is, a, this is a this is a this is a black rat snake. There's a lot of these around here. Not that big of a deal. They're non-venomous. Here I'll show you. And so I like I I've done this a thousand times. Humble brag. Uh but like you like you know, I, I reached into the tank to get the uh-uh. snake out. And she's uh-uh. like it's not, she's like it's not going to bite you, is it? No. Like, no, no, it's not going to bite me. It's not going to bite me. And so I I get it out of the tank and it wriggles free and sure enough latches itself like onto my arm oh. and and i'm like and it really didn't hurt like they don't hurt that bad they have these tiny little teeth and i'm like no it's okay it's okay and <laughs> she was not buying it like i'm like no. it's, okay, it's okay and there's like blood like slip like <laughs> actively like you know slipping down my arm Another oh. thing that people don't know about snakes is that a lot of times they'll musk like like a skunk.
2: I don't. know. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, like they'll emit a terrible odor, and oh, so it this, this is the worst story. This is this horrible. Is and, embarrassing so, story. and so and <laughs> so, just as I'm, I'm trying to salvage the situation with this girl, is clearly going great, not at all. Uh, <laughs> no. And and she's like. And so she's freaking out because the snake is like looking like it's gonna chew my arm off. And then out of nowhere, this odor just appears. <laughs> I,
2: like, I swear it's the snake. I swear it's the snake.
0: It just it just apparates into the environment around us. And uh I was like, Yeah, it's the snake, they do that sometimes. <laughs> When they it get freaked not like you're
2: and it I on never this. saw that girl again.
0: And that's that's the exact <laughs> end of that story.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm impressed that she was still
0: around for <laughs> <Yes>. the second <laughs> part. <laughs> of it.
1: So, I think she no, was into you. Should... I think up until that point you still had a chance.
0: You probably should have got, <laughs> gotten help to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> it's it's probably for the best that that didn't work out because she can't be trusted in a crisis.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: gosh. <laughs> oh, that is so great. All right, number so four,
1: uh, top bunk or bottom bunk?
2: And I feel like we have to add or, like, no bunk at all, like sleeping bag on the ground. That is also oh. a third option. Yeah. Uh, uh, would
1: you rather sleep in a sleeping bag on a hard floor <laughs> or would you rather sleep at a top I'm just, or a bottom it's, it's, bunk?
2: <laughs> it's for Michael. Maybe he likes to be under the stars, like, in a sleeping bag. Yeah.
3: Like, you shower under the stars and then you sleep under the
0: stars. No. We, we didn't have bunks. Describe.
2: Uh, so, See, I was giving a third option. Yeah, Where did you guys sleep? Uh,
0: so, when you're a camper, you sleep in a tent. So you sleep in a cot, or on a cot. Okay. Uh, and then it, when you're on staff, they have these little um, they have these little frames built in each corner of the cabin. Um. And so, so I don't know. This is a question I've never really pondered. Okay.
1: All right.
0: Sarah left, so I don't know her All right, answer. all right.
1: Let's before we get her answer. What do you What do you think? Do you think she would prefer a top or a bottom bunk?
0: Oh, uh, this is interesting. Don't answer. Don't answer.
1: Okay,
0: I think the top bunk.
2: And, and why? Correct. Oh yeah, this is like match game or something, it's like <laughs> a newlywed game.
0: Another staple Why, why did
2: you say top bunk,
3: Michael? What is it about me that just screams top bunk?
0: I don't think you would like to be. I I think that the bottom bunk situation would feel a little claustrophobic to you. I also think that the top bunk feels...
2: I love how he's psychoanalyzing Just you. Just go
0: ahead and say it. I'm trying, think. To, I'm, trying to think. I'm trying to put it in a nice I, way. I feel like the top bunk has a more of a I'm in charge here sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Here, uh,
3: okay, then. So the, be
0: in charge of stuff. He
3: knows me really well. <laughs> I love that. I love that. The answer is top bunk. And it's because I like being able to see what's going on. Yeah. That's totally the case. Yes. Yes. And I also felt like, I could feel that we had the fan this well we had fans on our we didn't have air we don't have air conditioned cabins but we had fans on our bunk beds but then we also had the ceiling fans I could feel the ceiling fan more if I was closer closer to the fan yeah I like your strategy I'm very selfishly motivated so that's all I wanted I just wanted to be able to see everything and know what's going on so yeah top bunk
2: for me
1: Nice. Alright,
2: last question. This is our wild card question. Changes every week. Yeah. What is the most trouble you've ever gotten in a camp? And I guess that could be as a camper or a counselor. And Take that's
0: Or if you were yeah. getting married there. Yeah. Uh I mean I I had to leave camp early one year because I started a secret society. Uh, well, secret
2: societies are totally welcome at Sarah's camp.
0: Apparently.
2: Well, I just can't tell you a lot about them till you're in there. Okay, okay. Them. I I don't even want to know about them, Sarah. I don't even want to know.
0: And it's it's really it's it's kind of silly because I did a lot of things at camp for which I really should have gotten in trouble for. This was not among them. Um, but it it was it was a lark. It was a silly little group that we made up late at night one night, and our and we wrote a charter for it. <laughs> Uh, that somehow found its way into the camp administration and they thought that we were really starting some sort of secret society, which was which was not truly the case, but that did not prevent them from saying, well, you guys got to go home. because Good it was Lord. Towards
1: the of the Interesting. What, yeah. what was in that charter?
0: <laughs> you know, there was a thing earlier in this broadcast about uh, killing a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's kind of fitting here. Who's no, got the hobo? <laughs> Damn, no it's,
2: hobo. It's everyone's really killed remar- a hobo at camp
0: <laughs> it's really remarkable for how innocuous it was and and how out of proportion it was blown so that's the most that's the thing I got in the most trouble with uh it is not the worst thing I ever did <laughs> Wait, well, how years
2: we, years. maybe we asked the wrong question but we'll let it there's we'll, no doubt <laughs> how old were you when when that happened
0: uh I was probably 19 <gasps> Um,
2: But they let you back the next summer, even though you started that secret society? I
0: started that suicide pact. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Uh, I mean, uh, no, no, I mean, secret society. Oh, my gosh,
3: Michael. Um, All right, Sarah, what about you? I have been trying to think of an answer to this because... You did not get in trouble, did you? You never got in trouble at camp. Like
2: I'm, sh- I know I made
3: like I didn't do all the things right, but that's not me. This isn't me trying to be like I did everything correct because I definitely didn't. But I am like you, Sarah, in that I actually am a pretty much a stickler for the roles when it comes to like I do not like getting in trouble. And um, like, for instance, I got an email from a coworker the other day that I normally don't get an email from and was like, Hey, Sarah, I just wanted to chat with you about something, you know, or, but it's better to just talk about it in person than over email. Can we, can we talk? Do you have time to meet? And my immediate thought was, Oh my God, am I in trouble? Like maybe I spend too much time with middle schoolers, but my <laughs> thought was, oh my God, am I in trouble, what did I do? And I was racking okay. my brain. Wasn't in trouble. It was okay. But I was trying to think of like, if there was anything I did that, because I would pretty much try to avoid getting in trouble as much okay. as Okay. So you're you're
2: just, <laughs> if you did something wrong you were you were smart enough to not get caught.
3: Yes. And That's what I, I hear think you saying. it's something I might have done and maybe it's just me like blocking these things out cuz I have a terrible guilty conscience too right. michael well, types, if anybody you know,
2: like, listening knows sarah and knows something that she did that was terrible at camp write right, sure, right I'm in
3: sure yeah. my friends and i <laughs> have friends at camp like really you should interview them sometime because they remember there are like certain friends that i have that are like oh remember that summer in 03 when this happened and i was like how do you remember all of the details of that and that it had Happened in the summer of 2003 because I barely remember that. So they probably totally. do remember terrible things that yeah. I did. But
2: well, that's why you need camp friends because you have to have that collective memory to like bring up all the bad shit that you've done in the past. Yeah. Right. They keep you honest. They hold you to to uh
3: to yeah. the truth.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right, Sarah B. I know I know you. I yes. Know you're, you're sitting on something over there. I'm sure. Yeah. What, uh, what's oh. the most trouble you guys? Oh, that's a that
2: story. We, I've told you, Micah. I have done something very terrible at camp that I refuse to divulge in public, and only a few people know about it. And All I'm just gonna, so, I'm just gonna say that. Leave it at that.
1: Here's here's my questions, okay? Because when you say something like that, you get everybody curious. So at least I know. Let, can we establish some parameters? Was it something sure, because- that is because like the statute of limitations? From a legal standpoint, uh, you cannot disclose. Uh, is well, it uh, some hurt feelings? Did you do something that is maybe it's, illegal? It's
2: mostly because it's illegal, and mostly because it's embarrassing at this point, and it's also because later that summer, people got kicked out of camp for doing the same thing, and. I didn't get kicked out of camp, and so I've something that I've really like held on to. And had I gotten kicked out of camp, I think it would have changed the entire trajectory of my life. So it's just an event that I choose to sort of block out and like put in the back of my mind. Well, yeah, it's, an that's event,
1: uh, it's an event that I wish you would uh, divulge so we could rub it <laughs> in the faces I... of all the people who got kicked out instead of you.
2: No, no, I feel <laughs> terrible. I, I, yeah, I'm not even going to go into it. But I was, I was a rule follower. I mean, I skipped... I was, I mostly went to my activity, like as a camper, I mostly went to my activities, but when my, my dad actually worked (laughs) on staff, um, but when my dad was on staff, um, for like a week at a time at the camp, when I was a camper, I would like skip an activity and I would like go to his staff cabin and like watch TV and I would just. Be in the air conditioning and watch TV, oh, and um I bet my, that felt so good. <laughs> oh, it was it was awesome. I would go. It's like there was also like a TV in the staff lounge, and I would just go hang out in the staff lounge, and nobody said anything.
1: I love so, I love yeah. that you consider yourself a rule follower, and then say I mostly went to my activities because like at Jacob's <laughs> camp, I mean that was just like no, I, I, I did literally go to don't my think a single person. For,
2: Except for like swimming. I just I really didn't like going to swimming. So no no, no. Get I up- get it.
1: I'm saying that was no one would ever do that at Jacobs. You would get you would I don't even know if you would get in so much trouble. It was just we were such goody goodies. Well yeah, every I mean, camper can't went to argue. every single thing. There was never like a oh, I'm not gonna go to that just because I don't feel like it.
0: Except yeah. when you guys I mean, were getting it all it in was... empty cabins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. That's when Why another that? unit's out of town. I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna not use the space, uh, right? I mean, that's just—I mean, common sense. We're gonna get inefficient. That's, that's right. There's there, there's Daddy, Daddy Longlegs speech. at the at the at the theater. I'm not gonna mess around with that. Um, all right,
2: Micah, Micah. what about you? Last one before right. we get to our bitches, bitches and roses. What's the what's the most trouble you ever got in at camp? Well, Considering see, that your dad was the director. Well, right. Of the so movie
1: again, movie. as we have established, uh, I am an incredible goody-goody as well. Um, and so, honestly. <laughs> The first thing that comes to mind for me uh, is I think I was an oldest uh, oldest camper, so entering ninth or tenth grade, one of those years, and there was this kid who was in the youngest unit, so he's probably like third or fourth grade, who was just super annoying, and he spit on me, and I got really you mad. You punched him. No, but I got really mad, and I chased him. It was like free time, <laughs> and I chased him down to like this other part of camp and spit on him. And the unit head saw me do it, and he was so disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> which, so he was um, so disappointed, which is That's the fair. Worst
3: part when they say they're so disappointed, I mean it's fair.
1: Uh, I was like a high schooler and we, I was chasing around a a fifth grader to breaker. spit on him. He had every right to be disappointed, but I you're felt, such a jerk, Micah. I mean, I felt truly, truly shame. Such a jerk.
3: <laughs> that is hilarious.
1: So we move what, what, what? on to uh, our, uh, yeah. our last segment, uh, which is Bitches and Roses, a.k.a. Roses and Thorns, a.k.a. coals and Diamonds, a.k.a. Strawberries and Lemons. Uh, this is a chance for everybody to share one uh, good thing going on with them and one bad thing they would like to get rid of. Uh, so we'll always invite uh, our guests, if they so choose, to go first. Uh, we can go if you, uh, if you need a, a second to think. But Sarah or Michael, do either one of you want to uh, go first and give us yours? uh sure i'll lead
3: uh can i do can i do something two that roses I, I, yes you can do two can roses. i do, do can i do a rose and then a bud because do, what we oh. would do is rose and then a bud and a thorn so the rose is the good thing the bud is something that you're working on and then the thorn is something bad huh, love it, it? sure I absolutely love it
2: absolutely and a
3: bud or i'm, and I'm adding that, that to the list
2: totally do that i love okay. that
3: Okay, so my bud is that I am currently coaching my my awesome little lacrosse, girls lacrosse team in middle school. Go crew! Go crew! And yeah, go crew. And they're really great. And I am, or this could also be a thorn. I, I get annoyed at myself with like when I don't plan a, pr- like when I plan a pra- I always work really hard to plan a good practice. But then it doesn't, when, when like something doesn't go right, I just, you know, the same thing when, when you plan a lesson and then lesson is just not working and then or you're an just, evening oh. program or yes, something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on slash frustrated with myself sometimes when I don't get this, these, these, uh, these practice plans just right. So I'm working on that. But the good thing cool. is also that. I am coaching them, and they're wonderful. So they are both my bud and my rose because they're they're the thing that is happening right now in my life that, you know, we've just came back from spring break and we're jumping back into it. And they're really awesome and fun. And I'm getting to know a lot of girls um in the eighth grade that i that I don't teach and because I'm new to the school this year, so I never had them. And so I'm also loving it because I get to know them so much better. And I get to see them in a really, great in in, in an are element that's totally new and they're really impressing me at the same time are
2: you are you coaching fifth graders also or just the older girls no just the seventh and eighth okay
3: eighth. those so. are
2: good girls yes they are it's it's
3: an awesome group i have so i have so they were fun. my students they, a lot of them were my students so i can yes. say they're good oh my gosh they're they're a blast they are michael what about you wait did gotcha. we get your
1: did we get your uh, thorn oh,
3: do i have a thorn Ooh, do what what is my thorn oh. okay um
2: it was sort okay. of a thorn. Did you already have a thorn? I mean, you can have another thorn, yeah, but um,
3: my thorn right now <laughs> is um Oh, oh, that I didn't that I'm that I didn't get enough sleep at the start of the week and I'm fighting back from it right now. Yeah, um, okay. I on, on Sunday night slash Monday morning, I well, Monday morning it was then. I woke up at 2 a.m. and I couldn't go back to sleep. Ooh. And at about 3.45 in the morning, I was like, well. Screw this. I am going to go for a run. <laughs> so I went for a run at three forty-five in the morning on well lit streets. I didn't wear headphones. Don't worry. I was there. Okay. Good. But, but I, <laughs> oh uh,
1: but yeah,
3: I'm, and now I'm really recovering from it. I, you know, I woke up this morning and I was like, my feel hard like this morning that I felt on Monday morning. He said, it's a, cum- it's an accumulation thing. It's
2: really hard. If you don't get enough sleep on Sunday as a teacher, you are screwed for the rest of the I'll week. So, yeah. So, so that is that is that is the
3: the thing I'm fighting this week. That's my that's my thorn in my side right now
0: <laughs> Michael?, uh, I feel like most of what I got going on right now is roses, so yeah. that is fortunate. I guess uh, if I had to pick one, uh, I got to spend most of today driving around a part of Texas. Uh, that I don't usually get to go to interviewing people for a story I'm working on that I got to pitch and develop and do and it's kind of neat that I get paid to do that so that's rose. Um, that's a good rose. And for a thorn, uh, I don't know. I like I'm not like my life is perfect guy because uh, that's not true. Uh, <laughs>
3: I, I, try not to take offense at that uh, no i'm kidding I, <laughs>
0: might, I i don't know i might say that oh okay i got one oh. this is fully within my control so like i i feel terrible complaining about it i don't feel terrible okay. i just know i need to fix yeah. it uh, you can,
2: I'll, I'll actually give you an out right now you can have two roses if you want
0: no this, no, is, a true, this, with them, this is a truth thorn. okay uh, and like cool. so I spent a lot of time in my car today because I was driving it to and from uh you know the place I had to get to uh, and my car is a nightmare right now, both mm-hmm. inside and outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not a very neat and clean person and so i I allow things to kind of... Uh, I allow situations to to erode to a point where now we've Sarah reached... Sarah is
2: nodding her head and sort of shaking it in dismay. <laughs> to the
3: point where we were supposed to go pick up a friend this weekend. And normally, I do not want to drive.
2: But I was like, let's go in my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I weird. once heard that you can judge a man by the inside of his car. Oof,
1: Ooh, I if I that's, that's the case, true. Michael, I'm
2: just i think he's already married yeah. there's got
1: there's some women out there who are super into cheerios and i'm in good shape
0: <laughs> so uh car hygiene and motivating myself to improve it is is a thorn you can totally
2: do that genie car wash burn it road get there they do a great job it's like You can download a coupon for like five bucks off it's Mm -hmm. yeah it'll it'll make you feel good inside
1: michael i I am just like you and uh i'll tell you should you decide to have a family someday uh that's a good uh good motivation to get it cleaned out i actually i wrote a blog post uh when when we were having our first child where i i went and cleaned out my trunk for like probably the first time and sort of documented all the things that i pulled out of there it was pretty. Rid- it was a, a pretty wide That's variety of crap. It was, was pretty impressive.
3: <laughs> I would no totally food. read that. That's fascinating. I would totally read that. Be good. Yeah, if you took Michael's, my all Michael's stuff in his car right now. I mean, I feel like it's just a lot of like, oh, he's clearly been in his car driving. and He just forgot to throw all this trash away.
2: <laughs> He'll work on it. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Thanks for being honest. I appreciate your honesty, Michael. I appreciate. Sure. That.
0: Yeah, that's a big confession. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My car isn't very clean. His that's... life is not perfect. He has a messy car. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. All or right, just Sarah.
1: Like... Are you gonna Are you gonna break the streak this week?
2: Well, I usually take two roses as as our faithful listeners will know. Um, and I, you know what I did? I will just, just for you, Micah, I will have a bitch.
1: Listen, this week. No, 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 um, don't do it. Don't do it. On my. No, behalf. I
2: will because it's, it's no, I, I will. So just because I you have, have a very
1: to, obvious no, bitch does not mean it, that it, it is
2: so obvious. And it was really, really terrible. And, uh, well, the great thing was the rose was that over spring break, I got to see your sister in Mexico city. And that was awesome. And I, Got to It was like one of her first visitors and I got to hang out with her and Will and her kids and I saw Walter and Reva and Jessel. I saw a whole family. It was awesome. But about two days into vacation, so that's my rose, but my two days into vacation I got very, very ill and I had to come home early, and I spent a few days in the hospital, and I missed a week of work. And this week I've been back, so it's been, it was really it was really bad. And uh, yesterday going back to school, I cried like ten times before ten o'clock. But today today was okay. Today was good. And. Um, and, uh, yeah, I didn't know that I was going to be able to do the podcast. And I'm happy to say I'm, like, happy that we did this. And I'm so happy to talk to Sarah and Michael. And that's fun because now I feel like I have a new friend at work.
1: Don't start turning to your bitch a into a rose. This no, is still no, a no, bitch.
2: No, if I had <laughs> known that,
3: oh, my gosh. If I had known oh. when you came back yesterday, because <laughs> I, I would have looked for you. And I'm going to find oh. you tomorrow in the lunchroom. Oh, I'm so going to so give bad. you the biggest hug. Okay it's the worst when you feel like shit and you're coming, trying to come back to work and
2: yeah. catch up on top of all of that. It's such it's a pain in the, the oh yeah. my God. And, and grades are due on Friday and comments were due today at six, you know, at three o'clock and I didn't even get them done. So oh, you geez. know what it's like, Sarah, you know, yeah. you know, yes. you know. <laughs> know, so that's my week, but I did get to see, um, Hannah. And so she gets a shout out every episode. Hey, oh. Hannah. No. And um, she'll Mike, <laughs> I hate her. the ultimate brother.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: <sighs> um,
3: but she's, she's so, so, so thirsty fine. for
1: it. That's the problem. She's just she's, so she's thirsty. She's like our
3: most faithful listener. She's she, like, like send, does she send a text uh, to you guys every time before you, she knows you're about to <laughs> like don't forget me? You know? <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, she's she doesn't. even worse she- than
1: that. It's like inside <laughs> your head already. She doesn't even have to <laughs> she's send a text. A it's dance, just man. like a worm. Anna,
3: I respect <laughs> the hell out of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. no. I'm gonna okay. get that too. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah,
1: of course. Well, yeah, Sarah, Sarah, I'm glad that you are feeling better. Uh, okay. I, I do wonder if a little bit of it was the universe complaining that you were always saying two roses and wanted to oh, test you <laughs> to see if you would definitely have a bitch, but.
2: All right. So, what's your what's your bitch and rose as we uh, wrap wrap this up, Micah?
1: Okay. So my bitch uh, is uh, I went to Las Vegas with some buddies. Uh, I go every other year for the NCAA tournament for the first two rounds. That's not the bitch. Uh, I very much enjoy that. It's a lot of fun. But my bitch is, and this is every single time we go, we'll be walking around the strip at like midnight or whatever, and. I know why I, a grown person, am out on the strip in Las Vegas at midnight. There are too many people walking around with toddlers and babies on the Las Vegas fucking strip at midnight. And every time as I get older and have more children, I get angrier and angrier because what are you doing with a toddler? It's like, you have a
3: baby in Las Vegas. aren't here. Why are yours here, dude? God, it
1: makes me so mad. I mean, what are you doing, parents? Uh, (laughs) So that's my bitch. Um, My rose uh, is I was, while Sarah was gallivanting around uh, Mexico City with my sister, I was in Austin uh, for South by Southwest, uh, which in and of itself uh, is probably a rose. But this particular trip, I I don't know if, if it's, one of the things because we're doing this camp podcast, but it was camp rific. Uh, my trip to Austin. I stayed with a very good friend of mine from camp. I ran hey, into I ran into uh, a a former camp person who was actually my next door neighbor. I ran into him and his family at a bar, but it was totally for that. that I'm not angry about. They had legit reasons for being there. Uh, I should mention they have a baby. <laughs> you have um, a baby. In it was bar. during the day, daylight hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had dinner with another uh, camp, a former camper and, uh, and camp friend um, and also saw another camp friend who was there for South by who I hadn't seen in like 13 years. So in the span of like three days, I saw a wealth of camp people and it was very exciting. And each each person that I got to see was someone I hadn't really gotten to hang out with in a long time. And it was like catching up like uh, no time had passed. And that's one of the beautiful parts about camp. So that is definitely my I rose.
3: Oh, that's a great, that's a great point about camp. I totally agree that, you know, you can spend years apart and then see each other. And it's like, not a day has passed. Oh my gosh, so it's the best. Yeah, the best.
2: that's what we always say. That's what we always say. Yeah. Uh, so I think that about wraps it up. Sarah, Michael, it was so fun talking to you about camp and camp pranks. And, um, I learned a lot about you and I can't wait to see you at school tomorrow. Me too. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for, for
3: giving us a chance to talk about camp. We, we love it. Our, ourselves. And it's nice to reminisce yeah, too. Thanks. So we appreciate and, it.
2: And, um, I don't know if you're on social media, Sarah, but I do know that you have a great lacrosse team and, uh, go crew, but if somebody wanted to find you, would they find you anywhere out there in the world? Uh yeah, you guys can follow me
3: on um Instagram on the Instagrams if you want. I'm, sure uh, I'm gonna follow. follow you on Instagram.
2: It's
3: at Smagee. I kept my maiden name, S M C G-H-E-E, on that one. Uh so if anybody wants to follow my life in pictures, which is mainly just me and my dog, um then I'm interested. <laughs>
2: And Michael, you are a radio guy. That's why you sound so great on the radio and can tell such great stories. Um, tell us where we can listen to you and maybe about your upcoming story and where can we find you?
0: All my stuff is... Um, so the, the program I work for is called the Texas Standard. So texastandard.org and you can search Michael Marks and find all the stuff that I do.
2: And he's on Twitter at Michael P. Marks, right? Awesome. Yeah, can you can you tell us about that story you're working on, or
0: is it top secret? Uh, it's not entirely top top secret. It's it's uh it's I'm trying to think of the... Hold cool. your
3: cards close, but give them a tease. No,
0: no, no. It's I'm trying to think of the best way. <laughs> Just a to taste. It. So yeah, so it's actually it's about a um, a massive military maneuver in the 50s that occurred in Central Texas when a uh a town a small town was taken hostage so to speak by fake communist forces so
1: that is i'm interested interesting.
0: this is real oh, yeah. not fiction so. it's
3: crazy cool yeah. very let cool. us know okay. when that
1: drops uh and we will uh we will add it uh, retroactively to the show notes because that sounds very cool Okay.
2: Okay. So that is our show. Um, make sure that um, if you're still listening, subscribe to our podcast so you can listen every week or every other week. Every we drop every other Thursday. We're trying to anyway. Um, you can listen to us on any podcast listening till you find. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we have like 120 followers. It's so great, and we now follow Camp uh, Sierra Vista Vista camp. So you can follow Vista Camps. Um, we're at Campfires and Color Wars send us your stories about pranks that you've pulled. I got a lot on Facebook and I'm still keeping that open so that I can hear um, about all the fun stuff. And we'll post some of that. And if you know somebody who would make a good guest on the show, someone who loves camp, like Sarah and Michael love camp, um, let us know through social media, drop us an email. If you want to hear from me, see like the three pictures that I posted from Mexico, none of which were of tacos, unfortunately, even though I had really good tacos, Um, you can follow me at Sarah Ballen um on instagram and micah where can people find you and you want to take us out
1: yeah if you want to hear more from me uh i'm on twitter at micah heart and i still try to moonlight though it's been a little while uh on instagram making fun of my favorite game words with friends at rejected wwf uh and with that we will see you next time on campfires and color wars don't waste a minute sarah don't waste a minute micah
0: Happiness runs in a circular motion. Thought is like a little boat upon the sea. Everybody is a part of everything, anyway. You can have everything if you let yourself.